Hey, Rousseau here at George Mason University. This episode is the 10th out of a series of 12. Um, in episode 254, I provided an overview of the spectrum. In previous episodes, I've explained from command style to the divergent discovery style. So we've been from A to H so far. Um, we're getting closer to the end of the series and you can find all of the past episodes below this one in your podcast feed. So today, um, I'm going to talk about style I, the learner-designed individual program style. This style is student-centered. The learners take over a lot of the important decisions in their learning experience. And what this means is that the learner is going to decide the objectives, procedures, and assessment of their learning experience on a specific topic um, that is still chosen by the teacher. So let's start with an example. The teacher selects the topic of non-traditional games. Instead of the teacher choosing one specific game and the teaching that to the learners, the teacher has the students go out and research non-traditional games that they can practice outside of the school. The students will be responsible for designing their own individual programs on non-traditional games. Uh, to do so, they'll decide how they will engage with the topic they can decide to first look for places where they can practice a game in their neighborhood and then decide if the game is to be played alone with their friends or let's say with their family. Students can find out how to get or make equipment if that's needed. Um, and then the students are going to have to plan how they will learn the concepts and the skills of the games, how they will assess their progress and how the teacher is going to be able to support them in that process. So the teacher sets expectations and chooses a general topic. Most of the other decisions are now passed on to the learners. The characteristic that defines the learner designed individual program style is the independence that the students have to discover a structure to solve an issue or problem. When we look at the anatomy of the style, the role of the teacher is to choose the general subject matter logistical decisions for the learners. This means that the teacher is responsible for pre-impact set, so the planning of the learning experience. So the teacher chooses the general subject matter. Um, that is the topic that the learners will be assigned to engage with, and then introduces the new expectations to the students. The expectation of the teacher in this style, that should be explained at the beginning of the learning experience, is that the learners will develop independent learning experience. Um, in the impact set, so um, during the actual lesson, the teacher explains the topic and expectations and then stays available to the students to interact and support them as they need and request. So after the activity in the post-impact set, the teacher continues to be available to listen to students ask and answer questions and provide feedback about the student's content involvement and decision-making process. So the learners take multiple roles in the learner-designed individual program style. They are gonna be responsible for designing their learning program by making behavior and logistical decisions like one, deciding how they will investigate the topic, two, producing questions to identify the process and procedures to solve problems. Three, choosing the performance criteria, meaning 
they are deciding how to assess their own performance, and four, deciding how they will keep the teacher informed of their plans and progress. So when the behavior of the learner designed in individual program style is achieved, the subject matter objectives reach are to one, have the students discover, create, and organize ideas by developing subject matter of complex issues over an extended period of time, and two, engage in a systematic process of exploring, examining, and assessing a specific topic. And finally, the behavior objectives are to, one, allow students to experience increased independence by accommodating their individual ways of thinking and performing tasks in order for them to solve problems, and two, encourage learners to exercise perseverance and tenacity, and finally, provide self-directed opportunities. So the topic selected by the teacher can be complex, like uh, the example we mentioned above, in which learners would research a non-traditional game that they can play outside of school. In the non-traditional game example, the students should not only learn a game, but actually go further, like investigate their community and the possibilities of practicing the non-traditional game during non-school hours. However, if this is the first time that the learners will engage in a teaching style, like the learner-designed individual program style, that requires a lot of student independence, it's probably best to start with a simpler topic. Um, so, for example, the teacher can students research the sport of cricket before the start of a fielding games unit. Um, the learners will design their individual cricket program to learn about the game before they play it in physical education class. The learners will decide how they will engage with the topic. So let's say they want to learn about the history or look for these curiosities in the sport or research the main teams and the championships and investigate the rules or the skills needed or the tactics and gameplay. Um, in this case, the individual program is to learn about cricket. Since the topic is related to one sport and the theoretical part of that sport, the individual program of cricket can be confined to a shorter investigation that doesn't take as much time to complete like we did in the non-traditional games example. So it's important to note that teaching through the learner-designed individual program cell does not mean that the teacher, uh, sorry, that the learners can do whatever they want. This style takes a highly disciplined approach that focuses on developing the cognitive and creative capacities of the learner. It has to do with examining a topic or a problem to discover its components their relationships, and the possibilities of ordering the se uh, or sequencing these components. This, what this means is that the students will not just learn facts about, but also identify categories, analyze the information that they are learning, um, construct a plan related to the topic at hand. So in the end, the learners will have to use all the skills that have been developed in the previous styles of teaching. Also, in the learner-designed individual program style, the teacher is not passive or absent from the lesson, and the learners do not work in isolation. Rather, the learner-designed individual program style requires a strong communication bond. The teacher constantly reassures and guides the learner's individual design process of learning. This means that the students keep the teacher informed, and the teacher observes how the students are thinking and making decisions. 
Now, this style can be used in any age group. However, students who don't know or don't have the experience in the content area are uh, proposed by the teacher or with the discovery process, they're not going to be able to engage in the style of teaching very productively. Um, and additionally, the learner design individual program style requires time to be applied in a series of lessons to allow students to immerse themselves in the process of discovering, creating, and organizing ideas. So again, if you're having students 30 minutes a day and you have, or 30 minutes twice a week and you have to pump through a lot of content, you're probably not going to see this style a bunch. Um, so once again, the teacher has to have patience. The learners have a lot of decisions to make in the learner-designed individual program cell. And this takes time, especially the first time that this style is being used. The communication style in the learner-designed um, individual program style is mostly guided by questions rather than statements. So when the teacher observes any discrepancies or desires to communicate insights to the students, they do so using questions and not imposing comments, directions, or randomly just giving feedback. Only after learners have made their own assessment will it be appropriate for the teacher to provide value or corrective feedback comments. So that's all we have for you on this one. Once again, I encourage you to download the book. It's free. Um, you can get great examples of how the spectrum is applied in PE and resources that could help you successfully integrate the different styles of teaching in your classes. We have two more styles after this one uh, to explain, and those are going to come out in the next two weeks. Uh, I want to thank Alba Rodriguez, as always, for her help in producing these podcasts into the Spectrum Institute for the free materials they provide to everyone. Remember, um, the blog versions of this podcast are found at the hpewebsite.com uh, forward slash blog. Um, they're uh, a few weeks behind, but um, in a few months, all of these are going to be out. So um, thanks for listening.